Okay, uh, Sasha Marie Spear is back with us. Sunrise, Sunshine is the short film now played at LGBTQ Plus Film Festival. Really, really visual, really cool film. It's like we're we're kind of going going inside the mind of this character Gerald, I guess. Right? We're we're in his world. Yes, absolutely. That was the that was the intention, and I'm glad that that's how you felt watching it. So he, he uh, Gerald wrote the screenplay. Well, yeah. So Gerald actually came to me to do some kind of film for his 40th birthday, but he thought maybe some little documentary, like cute thing. Okay. And I said, well, you know, I said, let's talk. And so I'm very thorough. So we had a five hour, like a two part, five hour conversation about him and his life. And he's a, he's a public figure here in LA. He's uh, the president of pride. And so he's, he's got a lot of stuff that's been done on him already. I said, send me everything that's been done on you. And he's had that done. I said, but you know what? Nobody knows you. Nobody knows you. you all your, your accomplishments and all that, yes, but nobody knows you deep inside. They don't know what you've dealt with. They don't know what, what your, where your heart breaks. They don't know where your heart sings. And so, and his original reason for moving to LA was to write. And um, as what happens here sometimes, because it's a it can be a difficult place to live and people have to work a lot to afford it. He stopped writing. And so I said, you know, would you be open to writing this um, and writing your story? And um, and in that, uh, like finding that that wholeness in him, because he for him to like pull that out and really identify with it, I wanted him to have a process where he felt truly seen and heard. So he said, OK, and um, and here we are. Here we are. That's that's kind of amazing. So. Okay, so you told them to write, a sh did you tell them to like specifically write a short film about yourself? I did. And then what we had for a while was nothing. <laughs> As you know, that happens and people haven't written. It's like, what do you have? It's like, uh. um, my other half is a brilliant writer. And so I said, well, hey, can you just, can you come help? And so Gerald came over because um, we we're running out of time. I said, if you need this done by your by your actual birthday, we need, we need to have something. And so Gerald had just kind of spit some stuff out, you know, between the nothing and and this time but we didn't have a structure we didn't have a story and so um uh jace whitaker my other half came in and um helped us uh really kind of like put something together that was cohesive okay so the 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 the, 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 the i guess the symbolism or the kind of like the plot point of this movie is a 40 year old is having a conversation with his nine-year-old self where did that idea At come from yeah, at all different times in, of of his life. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm uh, being specific because usually it's it's a it's a core conversation with his younger self, I guess. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I think that we Gerald and I had from the from him having nothing on the page to like it was like okay this week work on X and then and or read this and I you know sent him a lot of resources through the journey and then in that he kind of started to see okay what are the different ages. We, I don't know, we just kind of came up together on, on a phone call of like, why don't we have your different ages talk to the, talk to each other? Because that seems like almost like what you're dealing with in your head. Yeah. And so he kind of created some snapshots of what that would look like and where those really distinct age um, ages were. And so that's I where that I, came I specifically from. I said nine because that's, I think that's the age where like it's his, that's his like inner bully, I guess, right? Like yeah. Yeah, that's that's where because at six years old he's still innocent and still himself, yeah. and then and the world comes crashing down. Like, no, you can't be that way. That's not what men are, especially black men. Like, they're you're not like that. You're not you're not a sissy, basically. And um and so from that he develops a lot of anger. And by the time he's nine, he's just everything's shut in, and he's just really angry. And um 
And then that's that that's that age that keeps coming back at him yeah. through the years as he moves forward is like, no, you're wrong. This isn't how you're supposed to be. Try to be another way. I find that interesting that uh, it's not it's like you, you you hit that specific age or that, that time frame because you're in grade, grade four. You figure like a kid who's nine years old is not feeling these complex emotions yet. Like it's not coming to them yet. And then they, it is like for someone who's got kids, it's like, yeah, it does. And it's, it's yeah. scary, right? Like it's, it is that they, they're feeling these complex emotions, just like in your film, like this kid is, he's the, he's, he's defining his personality, his anger yeah. at this age. Yeah. Yeah. Because he doesn't get to express who he really is. He has to stuff that inside. And um, I think any of us that have had to do that, to, anger or some kind of other negative emotion develops from that yeah and it's it's like a ripple effect right like yeah a, and then 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 that's why, why therapists make a lot of money because yeah because <laughs> <laughs> you got to untangle all that crap right that that happens yeah. yeah yeah and that's really what actually the process for this film allowed gerald to do and that's what he keeps saying is like this felt like therapy this i was is just great gonna, you know i had that, that that was the note i had the big no this is this is his therapy film this this was this was him really working through a lot of those things and a lot of the things and of course there's not a lot of detail in the film we were a lot of that was time constraint too we just we had to get this done um but also it's like it's not so much always about the details it's about how we process our emotions and how we're relating to ourselves and from that how we then relate to the world and that's usually a pretty simple conversation and so we really wanted to capture that in the film and also capture like Gerald is a lot of him is stuck inside still you know, he's 40. I told him he's going to be 41 this year, you know, and I said, you know, Gerald, we're going to show, you know, like, uh, we still have a screening to do with, um, we did a small one, but he wants to do a bigger one. I said, well, Gerald, I, at this point, it's going to be for your 41st birthday. Yeah. And, um, but no, he still is a lot of him is stuck inside. And so it's kind of that feeling of like, there's not a lot of words, because a lot of that's just this inner struggle of like, how do I relate? And how do I like, you know, work through this, like bullying in order to be out in the world? But it's the it's your it's the bullying your it's yourself. It's like, yeah, you're, yeah. That, you're, that's, the that's the world does X, and then you choose to do Y, yeah. and then you keep the Y going, thinking that it's the X that's still doing it to you. You're responsible for your own actions, I guess, in a cliche form. That yeah, you know, actions or things are going to happen to you, but it's how you react to what happens to you, I guess, right? Exactly. Exactly. You always have control over your reactions. And, but especially as kids, we don't know that, you know what I mean? And, but oftentimes it's that kid self that interpreted the world that's still running the show. Yeah. But it's, yeah. but from a, from a, like a, an LGBR, like a, a diversity standpoint. Yeah. That's, that's what's so important about the youth is that someone like Gerald obviously didn't have a mentor, someone mm -mm. telling them that, you know what? It's okay. You can just be who you are, right? He was told the opposite. Mm -hmm. One would assume he was told the opposite, and that's what screws mm -hmm. him up. But now, hopefully, we're evolving as a species. I'm not saying it's perfect yeah. everywhere or anywhere, but it's like it seems like the younger generations, at least some of them, are getting some sort of mentorship that that's telling them it's okay to be gay or lesbian or whoever they are, right? So, well, right, and like Gerald and I are about the same age. So maybe when you're a child born in the '80s, like no one wants to you to be gay. Like that was so scary, you yeah. know. And and then AIDS is coming out and all the other things. It's like ah, and so now I feel like depending on where you live, but like there is a yeah. there is more general acceptance and general conversation about these things. Um, 
you know, but, but he was really alone. And a lot of my, um, my friends that are, that are, you know, um, gay or trans or non-binary or, or whatnot, they fall into that. Like they, they were, they felt so alone and isolated and, and wrong. Um, especially if their parents didn't, didn't say, honey, it's okay. Yeah. They had no safe place to go. Yeah. It's as simple as that. It's like, as long as you know that somebody know, thinks it's okay. Yeah. Then that it's like that little, small little thing, the small little yeah. seed helps yeah. somebody else so much. But then if you're, you're told the opposite, right? Like this is the, this is, if you have an instinct and you're, you're told time and time again that your instinct is wrong, it's going to yeah. mess you up. Like simple yeah. as that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's interesting. So I was raised in the Mormon religion and um, everything about becoming a woman was wrong. <laughs> you can't help it. You're becoming a woman, but it's um, there's a lot of, it was interesting. I felt a lot of relatability to Gerald as he was telling his story, even though I don't, I myself am not in the LGBTQ category necessarily, yeah. but I work with a lot of people in film in that um, that that identify as such. And um, I feel I feel such a connection because so much of how I was raised was like you're wrong or you know you you can't you can't exist as you are. You need to find a different way to be. <laughs> like, but this is who I am. I don't know how to be something else. You know. Right. And, yeah. 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 There's a lot of isolation and, and almost self harm that comes from that too. So how did you meet Gerald? Like pre- like originally. Um, I've been, I'm still working on a longer film, um, a documentary with the trans non-binary community here in, um, in West Hollywood. And so I was at a lot of events. I, I spent an entire year embedded in the community and he, we just kept running into each other. And he's like, I have this feeling, you know, um, you should do a film, you know, with, with me for my birthday. I said, okay, well, let's talk. And, um, so that's how we met is through the community. Gotcha. So, so he must have a lot of trust in you to to make this film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But he was ready. You know, I mean, some people, I'm a really deep filmmaker. I'm, I'm somebody who is going to yeah. go really deep. And if you're not ready to go deep, it's not going to work <laughs> for me because I can't make fluffy things. It's just not how I'm built. And um, I told him that up front, you know, and he said, yeah, okay. And he's had therapy now and things too. So I think that this, he was really ready for all the questions and all the like, you know, just being really open-minded to things and um, and to share himself finally with people. I think that was a big deal because we, we premiered this at his, at his 40th birthday party. So the interesting contrast with your film is that, is that what I took at least is that the, the older Gerald is, you know, he's dressed well, he seems accomplished, you know, you show his shoes, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like he seems to be like a pretty well put together individual that's mm-hmm. doing well in life and even the way he he presents himself and then there's that contrast where like and then his younger self comes up and then there's that kind of vulnerability and weakness that comes with this defined man so was that done consciously on your part to kind of dress him up for success and then kind of like show the contrast of who he is inside yeah especially because because so much of his what he does let people see is what he wears. Like yeah. what he puts on his body is so important. And the real Gerald plays the 40 year old Gerald. So I don't know if you realize that, but I'm assuming. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. But, and that was his tux. Like he, he has that. Cause I, but, but that was such an important piece of like his identity was okay. I finally had the courage to, at first it was just maybe a pocket square that was colorful. And then eventually it was like, okay, I had the courage to wear the shoes. And then I had the courage to wear the whole outfit. That was an important piece of his owning his own identity but it was on the outside because on the inside he was still dealing with the um, 
the nine-year-old bully. And, yeah. you know, in, in a sense, he will always be because the nine-year-old bully doesn't go away. It's how he relates to it. And that's a conscious decision that he's got to make again and again. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's like, like it's, it's the old thing saying where like, I don't know, maybe like being that you could dress up in a tuxedo and, and have a style haircut and, but it doesn't, it doesn't define who you are inside. Like you can, you could dress yourself up, but there's still that person inside that, that only a few people could really know about, I guess. Right. So. Yeah. Well, and sometimes people use the dressing up as armor. Yeah. And I've noticed that, especially in the LGBTQ community and many of them, especially as I was interviewing for this other project, were like, <laughs> I never say these things to people. Half of, half of what I just let them see is all of this, you know? And yeah. so I found, I found that to be, um, to be really interesting. And, and, you know, um, with, with, with Gerald as well, like a lot of his stuff is like what he's wearing, but heaven forbid someone, he actually let somebody in. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah, it's a great contrast in the way you got, you staged it. And so I'm so curious about, okay, so I'm trying to remember you got a nine, a six-year-old version, a nine-year-old version, like in the, in the ballpark, like yeah. a young teenager and then an older teenager, right? Yeah, well, six, nine, yeah, 13, 18, uh, and then a, 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 a 20, a 20 year old version. 25. Right? Yeah. 25. And then 40. So then, so Gerald's Gerald, he's the 40 year old. So then you had to mm -hmm. cast five other actors yeah. mm -hmm. to look like him, I guess. Right. Or look like each other. Yeah. And casting he's, he's black and he's dark skinned and there's a difference. And, uh, sure. um, you know, my other half is black and my ex is black. Like that's my flavor. And um, so like <laughs> I've learned a lot as a white woman about the African-American culture through them. And like in, and with Gerald too, you know, it was like, look, like, I don't want to mess this up. I don't want to assume that I'm like, you know, know who you identify with. So in the casting, um, I went through the casting, but I just, I ran like my, like final two by Gerald of like, Hey, look, this is who I'm seeing. I just want to make sure we're on the same page because they're representing you at the end of the day. So um, I felt like that was really important because it's not, it's not my job to put my narrative in front of his. And um, there's going to be things I don't see because it, because of um, you know, my background, so to speak, but to find five dark skinned black men in LA, in okay. LA, especially, it was really hard. It was really hard. And last minute we had Maggie Kissinger did our, did our casting and she's amazing. She's up and coming casting director. And she, thank goodness. She was just like willing to just be there. And like last minute we had people like, sorry, I'm on another project still. I'm not done. I can't come. And it's like, well, we're filming in two days. So we need that role. And so she's able to, to, <laughs> we had enough time finding one person. So how are we going to swap that out? So we had two cases where that happened um, where people had one was still on set finishing another film. And the other was a um, PhD who was ended up giving a presentation in another state. So, um, but I was really happy with, with who we cast. I think they did a phenomenal job. Uh, they really came to like bring everything and especially the young ones. Like I think for both of them, it was their first film and um, they did a great job. The parents were really um, supportive and really encouraging too. Do you have a photo of of the six of them together in one shot? We have a photo because we filmed over two days, and so we didn't have everybody there at once on set. Yeah. But um, but at the the premiere, all but one came, and so uh, we have everybody but one. We have a picture of everybody but one. You gotta, yeah. he's right. You got to do another screening because all of them have to be. You have to yeah. get a photo of all of them in the same frame. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So I know. I'm sure some of the a lot of the kids, all younger kids, especially have 
have aged and changed. They're, 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 they've changed a lot, but it would be cool to see that. that yeah. Because kind of, you got their eyes and their eyes are like, look very similar. Like all the, all the, mm -hmm. all the performers eyes, they, there's that, mm -hmm. especially like the older Gerald, there's this sadness like in yeah. these eyes. Right. So. Well, and it was cute with the little kids. Cause like, cause I was like trying to describe, you know, like sadness and they were like, Hmm. And I was like, okay, do you have a you know brother or sister? What about if they take a toy away from you? They're like, oh yeah. Okay, well, how do you feel after that? You know, and it's because they don't really have they have the emotions, but they don't know how to like talk about them, you know. So it also shows they just that kept they've, they've to play. Good, it also shows they've had a pretty good life so far that they don't, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, because they just kept wanting to play and everything. It's like, no, we've got to be sad here. We you've got to be angry, like for the nine-year-old to be angry. That was really tough to get that out of him at first because he just wasn't he's a sweet kid and you know, he didn't have really much experience acting. And so, um, you know, it just is to, to get that out of him. He would always kept popping out of character. So we had to bring him back into character. And you shot, did you shoot, shoot like on a soundstage? Cause you got the, I wanted to shoot this. Yeah. So Gerald, like the scene with the, like the play where he's giving those lines is, is, yeah. is based off of a real scene that uh, something that happened in his life. And, he did some acting, theater acting that helped him blossom. And so I really wanted to to grasp that. And I felt like so much of this was raw and real. So I wanted to grasp that raw feeling of the stage. So we just rented a, a stage. Yeah. Um, we shot it in a theater um, here in LA, which for the sound, our sound guy, Sal, he's like, oh, there's so many other noises. You know, it was kind of a nightmare that way, but um, created a really, um, I think, raw aesthetic to it. Yeah, it's a nicely photographed. It's, it's still, it's a cinematic film. It's like very obviously... You're, yeah, it's, it's just a really well put together artistic film. It's, it's, yeah, you're like your other film blew me away too, the unborn. So, which was all shot underwater. So like, yeah, you, you just make good films. Like I, I've seen two of them, but they're both fantastic. So <laughs> thank you. you thank make, you. Your whole heart and soul goes into them. So it's, I always appreciate, <laughs> you know, Yeah, you can tell that you. you're, you know, it doesn't, you can't say that for everybody who makes a film, but you, you can tell that you're, you're there like you're 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 all everything of you is in that film so mm -hmm. yeah i hope he appreciates you i'm sure he does yeah <laughs> i think so <laughs> so yeah this is there forever right like it, this is he's he's got this for the rest of his life this film exactly exactly yeah yeah for the rest of his life yeah and i mean and i and i and i hope i always think Part of the reason I make films is, is for people to be able to have access to something deeper um, and to and to just pause for a moment and 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 whether it's to reassess or assess for the first time something that's important to them. I think that that's an important thing to do because it, it if we're not intentional in life, life can just happen to us. And I think that when we pause and we take those moments, we can be more intentional with our life and we can have a lot more meaning and joy from it that way. So that's what I hope he got from this film. Yeah. What did you get out of the film? Um, gosh, I loved making this film. Um, and it's funny because like, you know, it's like, again, and not to bring race into it, but race in LA is like a big thing. It's like being this white woman who makes a film about a black um, gay man. I felt so at home. <laughs> like, I was like, this is, yeah. you know, it's an interesting thing. And then working on set. And a lot of times I was, you know, like, with all of the 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 african-american characters like the little boy says once he says he says how because i got really cold and my lips turned blue he said how come your lips are blue and i said well that's what happens to white people when we get cold you know and he laughs and he kept calling me 
all kinds of like tomato and different things. I said, well, what are you? He says, I'm black. I said, you're so cute. His mom's laughing. He doesn't really understand, you know, yet what, what race even is, which I think is a wonderful thing, but I felt so at home. And I, I realized something in myself in like, we can, we can have that connection to people who we think we may have nothing in common with because they may look different than us or they may present different, different than us, but we may have so many similar experiences. Mm-hmm. And this really allowed me some access into, you know, someone else's private life, like with Gerald. And I just felt so connected to him. And I felt like there was so much we had in common. Sure, there's a lot we don't have in common. But there was a lot for me that I felt like we shared. And I don't know, I just got so much joy from that because of the the depth that he was, he had the courage to share. And then just, and just all of the actors and their parents and, and our, our amazing um, crew, like just brought everything on set and really enjoyed this film. And even like, um, uh, you know, just the lighting alone, like we, anyway, we just got to have a lot of fun with everything. And it just, it just meant a lot to me. And, um, you know, it is an abstract film. So some people who've seen it are like, I don't get it. Fine. (laughs) But, um, but I really am a fan of, I think sometimes with abstract work, you're not still inside enough to really be with it in order to, to, to understand it. So I'm really proud of it. Yeah. There's a lot, my two cents is there's a lot to get (laughs) with your, (laughs) thank you. So you're, uh, so you're, 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 you mentioned the, the feature that you're working on about the trend. Is it the transcend, uh, transgender center in Los Angeles? Mm-hmm, the Connie Norman transgender empowerment center. Yeah. So I was asked to do a documentary, um, on them and I haven't done a doc in a long, long time. And I was like, that's not really the direction I'm going, you know, and they were really persistent. And I said, well, why me? And all of my work is about bridging different communities. And so anyway, I, I went and met with them. It's been it was early last year, like no June last year. And I, and I sat with it and I said, okay, I think, I think I am the person. And so um, I said, but if I'm going to do this, I'm going to spend, I'm just going to immerse myself. So I spent an entire year with the community. And then um, now we're still, we're still doing some pickup shots, but we're in post. So you're in post. It's almost, it's almost mm-hmm. finished. No, I mean, the post is going to be long. It's a dog. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I wish it was almost finished. No, we still, we still are doing, we had some turn of events that we weren't ex- anticipating. And so we still have, there's one more interview we still have to get, but we've got, we've, other than that, we've, we've been in. That. You got the core of the story. You, do, you yeah. know what the film's about. Yeah. Right. That's, that's, yeah. The, yeah, that's good. And you can just build around that when you're. Yeah. 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 Well, that's amazing. I'd love to see it. Uh, I'd, like I said, the two films I've seen you do, like, like people got to watch. Is there anywhere people can watch your film unborn? I oh, on board. It's, yeah, it's it's on my link tree um, on fantastic. social media. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, film. yeah. So if you go uh, Instagram, it's at Sasha Marie Spear. That's yeah. two e's e e r. Um, we'll have a link on and, the on the website. But you, you're yeah. so you're, but you're, it's on your Instagram page, and people can watch it. Yeah, and on the website salabona dot uh, dot us as well, so you can watch it either either place. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a must watch film. So Thank it's, you. it's about, it's about, well, do you want, I guess you could tell people what it's a give them a teaser if they want to watch it. Sure. I mean, it's all, I, the way I describe it is it's, it's all, it's uh, myself juxtaposed with pregnant women underwater, all nude <laughs> with yeah. the ocean and, and, and the, like the depths of the ocean, the darkness. And it's about um, women who have really yearned for a child that never got the chance to be born. So it's, cl- it's classical music and poetry along with stunning visuals. And 
Yeah, another film I'm very, very proud of. A little bit sad, but but people could relate to it. Sad, but in a way that like, I've had so many responses. That film is still going all over the world, by the way. I just got an award. Oh yeah, I, it's, wasn't it's, even a, it's spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and I it played by the Alhambra, which is one of the seven wonders of the world in Spain. I was like, wait, what? Like yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's a spectacular film. Yeah, it's yeah. gone all over. And um, but I think sometimes it's like that sadness, like we're afraid to be sad, right? But like yeah. we don't realize that just identifying that sadness sometimes that frees us from it. Yeah. So yeah. That was the theme of our last interview, what you just what you just said. That's what you, you oh, really? You brought yeah. your yeah. I remember like the, we were, we had that conversation about sadness, and that's how you kind mm-hmm. of described it. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like I said, watch the film. It's like it's it's, <laughs> it's so well performed too. Like it's just amazing. Okay, and everybody's pregnant in the movie, right? So everybody but me because I yeah. can't get pregnant. I no, mean, I know. I'm sorry, like, but I just want to like it's yeah. not no, it's okay. pregnancy. It's just like they're real pregnant. They're real pregnant women, and that casting for that too was just like like how are you going to get pregnant women to want to be seen let alone nude and let alone they have to be underwater and all these things and it was just the, the right we found the right people so yeah and then at the premiere of that they all came with their well not all of them but as many as they were able to make it came with their children, they with their children. pretty cool yeah. yeah yeah watch this film yeah, yeah. it's like I, I yeah. listen i probably watched maybe four thousand short films a year that one stands out like in the top 10 so i'm not i'm not i never say that i'm just telling you it's like a it's a top 10 short film of the decade so Thank you so much. That means a lot. But this film, obviously, this film is great too. But I'm, yeah. saying, I'm assuming that your, yeah. your festival's run with Unborn is over, so you people can watch it now. So yeah. that's why I'm, I'm yeah. shouting it out. All yeah, right. Thank so you much. so much for your kind for your your time. You're you're amazing, and I love can't wait to see your documentary. Anytime you make a film, please send it my way. I want to see it because uh, you make great films. Oh, thank you so much, Matthew. Really appreciate your just. You seeing filmmakers like myself just makes such a difference because uh, sometimes, I mean, I, I live in LA. It's like when you make more like abstract work, sometimes they don't know where to put you. So I just really appreciate it. Thank you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Schlemiel, Schlemizel, Hasenbemp Incorporated.